Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's had a great day, a great evening of sleep and rest and relaxation and ready to hit this day running hard and uh, doing all that we do for Jesus. And just remember, that's why we get up each and every morning is to serve the Lord. You may wonder, why do I exist? Why do I bother? Why do I go to work? Well, just do everything as if you're doing it unto the Lord. And remember, if you work, you get this thing called money, and you get to pay your bills and buy food. So, <laughs> but uh, it's a concept a lot of millennials and uh, Gen Zs are uh, don't seem to quite understand. Uh, they think the government's just supposed to give them money and, and uh, don't have to do a thing to earn it. So, sad, sad world in which we live in. All right, let's see who we got watching this morning. We got Darlene Barker, Amy Oaks, Turner, Wilma Phoenix, Carolyn Kelly, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd Young, Jennifer Honeycutt, and Wilma Phoenix. And she said we'll be headed out for cataract surgery in a few minutes. Well, Wilma, we'll definitely be praying for you. And Kelly Jeanette Swift, Terry Hutchison, good morning. So appreciate all you fine and wonderful people for joining me to get this day going in the right direction. All right, my friends, it is time. Let us do our morning pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord for this. Wonderful, wonderful verses that we get to uh, listen to uh, or get to say each and every morning. Sorry, I'm having a little, some technical problems here. I'm just going to go ahead and unplug this. Uh, my iPad was going dead and I uh, thought I had it plugged up earlier and looked down and it had come unplugged. And so I was trying to uh, get some juice to it here this morning, but it's pulling everything off to the right here and uh, messing me up. All right, my friend, Mike Hensley, good morning, kind sir. Carolyn Kelly, appreciate you guys. So, all right, well, it's that time of morning that you all have waited with eager anticipation of Mad Matt's news and comment. I'm sure you all have just waited breathlessly uh, through the night, just dying to hear what I have to say in regards to political and current events. So, but, uh, nonetheless, it's, it is here, like it or not. But it is, uh, you know, we, uh, it, 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 it is, you know, I'm not promoting Twitter by no stretch of imagination, but if you want to get a good, uh, I guess, you know, you got to feel your pulse, if you will, um, you know, if you want to see where your heart rate is at, if you want to get a real feel of the pulse of some of the lunacy of this nation, that's, that's a good place to go to. It, it is, it, but beware, if you're like me, it, it's just, it, it's, it's angers you. And it's shocking at the same time, but um, the the liberal uh, it, it is it's mind boggling uh, the amount of people who thinks that Joe Biden's doing a good job, and it just I, I read these comments and, and trying to claim all the good he's done, and 
and still act like uh, people have even said, well, uh, my, my vote wasn't for uh, Biden. It was against Trump. And I think, what did he do? I mean, he secured Trump just secured our borders. He brought business back to America where our economy was booming. He was doing all he's with a pipeline. I mean, there's so many things that the man did. I mean, other than some mean tweets and maybe you might have said some disparaging things I might have always agreed with, but 90% of the stuff he did was for the good and the betterment of this country. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's just really weird. I don't, I mean, it's just, it, it, you know, you talk about the, through, looking through the looking glass, you know, when you used to go into the mirror world, if you were, were if you would or could, uh, you know, you would see the reverse of everything that we see on this side. And that's what it's like when you read some of this stuff. It's like the reverse of, of common sense and of rationale. It, it is, it is, it's, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, the lunacy to think this potato is doing anything worthwhile when the man don't even know where he's at half the time. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, he was told, uh, it was, I guess it was yesterday that, a uh, the hamburger meat was going for seven dollars a pound, and he goes, "Really?" I mean, it just shows how out of touch he is. And now they're saying, saying this potato is going to run again in twenty twenty four. It just, it, it is, it is nauseating and mind boggling. The hypocrisy, the lies that him and Peppermint Patty spew on a daily basis is just unbelievable. Uh, it really is. But uh, then yesterday, uh, we. Uh, uh, I was, hello, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy. Donna Young Ramirez, I tell you what, she did an awesome job, son. If y'all did not hear it, you missed out. But on the, uh, another thing that really, uh, I guess, uh, really bugged me, I guess, or does bug me, uh, is the fact that uh, there's, there's this new um, Disney Plus. Of course, we know Disney has gone far uber liberal uh it, it is uh, beyond belief uh it's gone beyond what walt disney wanted you know that's what i told y'all before i liked what a what a political commentator said said that used to disney didn't want men with beards and now we have princesses who have beards you know it just shows how how, how left uh, that it's gone well now they got this new show called miss marvel that's coming out and uh, it's nothing. She is nothing but to promote a Islamic character, and even the poster uh, is uh, demonstrating the uh, the uh, Muslim uh, uh, images of characters and, and background, and uh, and I put underneath it that this is a vile, evil religion. It's a religion of the sword. Oh my goodness, you you wouldn't believe uh, the uh, debates I had yesterday in regards to that. And as Muslims coming out of the woodwork, uh, you are mistaken. This is a peaceful uh, religion. You need to re-look at what you wrote. And I said, are you crazy? I said, do you not realize what the Quran says? Is not, do you not realize that we America is referred to as Big Satan? Israel is looked at as Little Satan? That is said right there in the Quran that, uh, that to take out in uh, all infidels, non-believers, Muhammad was a, a lunatic who uh, uh, who took who tried to push Islam by force, uh, unlike Christianity, who took it by word of mouth. Uh, was how the gospel was spread. Uh, anybody who doesn't believe along the lines that they do are supposed to be murdered and killed. Women uh, are treated like subclass 
individuals, acid been thrown in their faces, sexually assaulted, children mistreated. I mean, it's just, and the list goes on. And I said, not to mention, they start throwing, well, uh, Christians hate LGBTQ. I said, no, we don't hate them. I said, but it goes against God's word. I said, there's a distinction between uh, disagreeing and saying that something, an act is sinful versus those in your culture who throws them off the top of rooftops. Oh, they didn't like it. And uh, they were they were going berserk, and uh, then they were trying to say, "Well, Abraham is mentioned in the Quran, or uh, Moses was mentioned in the Quran." I said, "Whoopty snot!" I said, "Moses could be uh, mentioned in a children's book. That doesn't make it inspired or right." I mean, yeah, I think the Quran was oral history or oral tradition, if you will, not really so much history, but oral tradition. For hundreds of years, unlike Christianity, whose was uh, where the Bible was written within generations, uh, where people could actually dispute it if they will. And the only reason why that it was even put into written form is because of the disputes of what was being said in the oral tradition. Uh, they only looked at Jesus as a good prophet, not as the Messiah, not as the Son of God. Uh, that they consider the Trinity as uh, part as, as as mute. It doesn't. They don't see it as the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They see it as Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, or something to that effect. Uh, they. Um, uh, what else was it? They uh, oh, they just see Jesus as a good prophet. I mean, just the list goes on and on. And I had this uh, little guy from Britain trying to give me a hard time, and he tried to say, "Yeah, you think America is the greatest country in the world?" I said, "You're exactly right. America is the greatest country in the world." Uh, he said, uh, "Well, what about the wars and nuclear bombs?" I said, "This country has set out to protect and defend the innocent." This country has set out to uh, help those who are in need. Have we done made every right choice? No. But I said, why do you think people are trying to kill themselves to get into this country if it's so bad? I said, this America is the greatest country in the world. And uh, and he, he smarted off again. I said, I saw that he was from England. I said, you're just upset because my forefathers spanked your forefathers and sent them home crying. And I said, that's exactly what you're doing now. Well, he didn't even like that at all. He started calling me a Nazi after that. But, um, you know, to see that in Islam, they, they're, they're, if you look, you've seen the videos where they're chanting where they hate America. They despise America. And that's one of the things he wanted to do was start tearing America down. And I wasn't about to stand for it. He said, you think your uh, religion is, is superior to all others. I said, you're absolutely right. It is. Because I said, there's no other name under heaven in which someone can come to know Jesus Christ. Is I'm sorry, I said that wrong. There's no, no other way to get into heaven except through Jesus Christ. And uh, I said that it's not works-based like Islam, the five pillars of Islam. You have to, it's a works-based faith. We're the only religion who has a risen Savior. I said, uh, you know, I, I said, you know, it, it is, um, oh gosh, my mind's blanking out all I said to him. But anyway, my, the point is, I said, it is superior to every other religion. Because I said, all the other religions will lead you straight to hell. But I said, uh, Christianity will lead you to eternal life. And, I, and boy, uh, it was just, I mean, all day back and forth with some of these people. They just did not want to hear it. They didn't like what I said about uh, what the Bible says about uh, this guy. Get this now. This guy tried to say that the Bible says nothing about LGBTQ. And I keep him verse after verse after verse. Romans, Corinthians, Leviticus, Genesis. I mean, verse after verse. And he said, oh, that's for lustful feelings towards same sex. I was like, this is just, you know, it, this is a waste of my time. You know, it really is. But. So, you know, I um, I do get in there to, uh, 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 geez, see here. Yep, there, got another spam comment. I tell you, I'm so sick of these people. I can't see straight. Let me de delete this comment here. I'm sorry. I tell you what. 
Hello, Jennifer Corby Williams, Carol Keeler. Appreciate y'all tuning in. All right, my friends, I've ran my mouth enough on current events. But, you know, the thing of it is, the people out there, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear the truth of the gospel. They don't want to they make them think. That's why they start calling me Nazis. That's why they start calling you names, because they get to a point where they can't defend their position anymore. So therefore, they go on the attack. And that's where the cancel culture comes in. This fascist movement uh, comes into play because they don't want to hear the truth. So they can shut you down, quiet you. Then they don't have to think. They don't have to be brought under conviction. And that's exactly what we need. And that's what I was telling them. You need to hear because what I said, that's not how Christians are supposed to talk. I said, no, you need to hear this because you need to know that you need a savior and you need Jesus Christ. And I don't care if they liked it, loved it, or hated it, but that's just the way it be. All right, my friends. Second Corinthians 12, 9 is our verse of discussion this morning. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And as me dear old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. My friends, you know, this passage... Um, I don't know, I guess maybe it has a little more meaning to me than most, I guess, maybe, I don't know, maybe it has more meaning to you than me, I, you know, I, who am I to say, make a broad statement such as that, but the fact is, you know, the Apostle Paul, he um, had, you know, what we often refer to as the thorn of the flesh, we don't know if that was something physical, something emotional, maybe just uh, Satan was uh, sent a demon to torment him, whatever it was, uh, the devil, I mean, whatever it was, uh, Paul prayed uh, costly for God to remove it, but he didn't. And uh, one reason uh, was so that because, you know, Paul was very intellectual. He was very intelligent. He was very smart. And, uh, you know, of course, we read where he studied at the feet of Gamaliel. And Gamaliel would be like, you know, say I studied under, I don't know, Stephen Hawking's or, uh, you know, other smart people, <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of what that's saying in a, in a sense, and so that he would not become puffed up, he would think too highly of himself uh, to keep him humble, and, uh, you know, I can relate to a certain extent, uh, well, I can relate to a lot, you know, there's a lot of areas in my life that I've prayed, God, please remove this from me, and sometimes I feel like the, the answer is kind of like what Paul got was no, and whether it's a spiritual battle that I'm dealing with or physical Calities. Uh, you know, I have a hard time. You know, as you all know, I battle with Epstein-Barr, chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, it's very tough. I put on a lot of weight. Uh, it's hard because I, I'm used to running, being active, working out. That's how I kept weight off, kept weight down. And now, you know, so much as, you know, every time I exert myself, I get really sick. And it just, it, you know, I think that God really, in, in my honest opinion, I think that God allowed that to happen because, I put exercise way up here. You know, that's that was just, you know, I was I told you before, even in college, I would I arrange my classes around my workout schedule and and uh it just I was just nothing was enough. You know, two miles wasn't enough, five miles wasn't enough, ten miles wasn't enough. I want to do thirteen miles, I want to do more and more, and it just I think that God just said, you know what, your priorities are out of whack, here's why it's gonna be. And so I stay sick a lot. And it's not fun. It's not, you know, uh, I feel like a human slug sometimes, uh, not be able to get out and move and do the things that I really want to do. And uh, it's it's it can be very depressing. It can be very upsetting. And uh, it's tough when you're dealing with uh, physical ailments. It's tough when you're dealing with emotional, spiritual battles. You know, a lot of people they deal with very bad anxiety, depression. You know, it, the, you know. Again, it goes back to kind of what I was talking to about a little bit yesterday, and the fact that. Um, uh, 
it's a spiritual, mental, and emotional battle, and the devil doesn't play fair. You know, he wants to attack you. He wants to bring you down. Uh, he wants to do things that he thinks will get in uh, the way of uh, your relationship with Jesus Christ is really what I'm getting at here. He, uh, uh, hold on here. I'm trying to bring something up here. I was wanting to tell you. It is, um, yeah, okay, hold on here. Was, yeah, here it goes. The um, the Greek words here I was trying to look for just to, to drive home uh, kind of what I'm talking about this morning here. There is, um, I find it. Hold on, it was just here, and I lost it again. Uh, the Greek word uh, teletai, that's the, um, um, uh, refers to a completion or accomplishment uh, to focus on something to be achieved uh, not having flaws uh, that kind of thing is what that word means and uh, because it is God's power that helps us to overcome in our times of weakness that's that's the point of, of bringing out that Greek word uh, because his his strength is perfect his will is perfect uh, he has a plan for our lives we don't always understand it you know I can't help but think about I don't know of course y'all may or may not hello Jennifer Harmon it is uh, I remember as a kid uh, I remember reading about Joni Erickson if you don't know who she is, uh, she was the one who dove off a cliff and uh, uh, into the water and didn't realize the, how shallow it was, broke her neck, and she was a paraplegic. And it is, um, when you read her, how she, her, her love for the Lord and how she never gave up. You know, a lot of people at that point in time would have probably got mad at God, turned their backs on God. But it is, um, uh, this was in, uh, let's try to see what year this was. So this is back in 2018. So that's where this is. This, this year marks the 50th anniversary. Of, it's hard to believe the 50th anniversary anniversary of Joni Erickson Tata's paraplegic accident. Do you know why Joni has magnified? Do you know how? Hold on here. Do you know why Joni has magnified Jesus? How she has magnified just for 50 years? Answer, she sings. She sings for her life. She told me I would die in despair if I could not sing to my Jesus in my paralysis. Is that not amazing? That here, there, here's a woman who is paralyzed from the neck down. And most people would have gave up and, and said, well, how can I be used for the Lord? And here she sings praises to Jesus Christ. What a wonderful thing. My, uh, you know, I worry uh, about my wife. Sometimes I pray about her. She has to battle MS, and I know it's hard and tough on her. And uh, that's why I keep trying to encourage her to, you know, you hang in there. You know, you you can Lord can still use you for great and mighty things. I know she gets down. She gets has despair. And uh, but I start to keep praying, seeing how the Lord can use you. You know, when I get down and depressed, when I can't get up and I stay sick, you know, constantly with upper respiratory infections and bronchitis and uh, flu and pneumonia and <laughs> all that stuff all the time. I just keep praying, Lord, just use me however that you can in this situation. And I don't know what you're battling. I don't know what you're dealing with. But just hear someone who is paraplegic can still sing to Jesus Christ. You know, my beautiful Aunt Dawn is watching this morning. And uh, <clears throat> I hope she knows how much I love her. And, and she is so talented. You know, it is a, a blessing to get to hear her sing. 
I envy that. I wish I had the ability to sing. You know, it's not fair. She could sing. My Aunt Linda could sing. My Aunt Kathy could sing. My grandmother, my grandfather could sing. My dad could sing. And I just, it, it stinks that I was on the shallow end of the gene pool, you know, that I, I love music so much, but have the inability to, to vocalize it. That's why I started taking guitar lessons again. So I thought if I can't sing, at least maybe I can play a guitar at the very least because when I hear that guitar uh, acoustic guitar I think about my dad and when he went to uh, Christian coffee houses and went to the I remember him going to the John City Mall and just singing praises to the Lord and and uh, I remember my grandfather you know him singing and, and so when I hear that acoustic guitar it's beyond just simply wanting to learn it it, it has special meaning to me but, you know, it's easy to get down. It's easy to get depressed. It's easy to have that thorn in the flesh. It's easy to focus on uh, disparity. It's easy to focus on what you can't do. But, my friends, just as Paul was used mightily for God, and just how we start talking about uh, Joni Erickson taught us a story here, you don't know how God can use you if you allow him to. You know, we need to humble ourselves before God and uh, seek him out early seek him out daily and lord how can i be best used for you if i could do nothing else but sing then let me sing glory to you if all i could do is type out encouragement on social media then let me do it with all my heart soul and mind whatever it is you can do seek out the gift and the talent that god has given you let's not focus on what we can't do but let's want to focus on what we can do and let's bring glory to god each and every day the devil wants to bring you down. The devil wants to tear you down. The devil wants to make you think you can't. But remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so when the devil says you can't, God says you can. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you. We love you and we praise you. Lord, help us every day to seek you out, to search you out. Help us, Lord, to put you first in our lives and our relationships. Help us, Lord Jesus, to find ways to glorify and to honor you. To serve you well, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to understand your plan for our lives. Lord, is there anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you? Let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. That you watch over, lead God, and protect them. Keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Be with our kids as they're going to school, work, and play. Watch over and keep them safe and well. Lord, I just want to lift up a special prayer for my wife. That you bring healing upon her. Take away this MS. And Lord, give her strength. Give her encouragement. Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, uh, Miss Betty. That you bring healing upon her, Lord Jesus. I pray to be with Tony Peters and so many others, Lord, on social media who are asking for prayers. Lord, be with us this day and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do appreciate y'all for tuning in. Don't forget to tune back in uh, this evening at 7 p.m. as we uh, dive into God's Word and see where He takes us. And uh, uh, Oh, and I meant to pray for Wilma. I'm sorry, she's having that cataract surgery. But you all saw her prayer request, so everybody, you come, you pray, lift her up in prayer as you're going out and about today that it goes well. And um, so I uh, thank you, darling. I appreciate those kind words. That's very, very sweet of you. But don't forget to tune back in at 7 o'clock tonight. We'll see where the Lord may lead us and uh, see what we might, uh, may the Lord can use to help us in our spiritual growth. So hope everybody has a good day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.